Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while you're on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode. Girl Radio. I'm your host and spiritual BFF, Amberly Lyons. We are on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and quantumly connected, one activated chakra at a time. We have a lovely guest today. Her name is Amber Romaniak, and she is an emotional eating digestive and hormone experts, helping women to reconnect and reawaken to their souls and their true self by helping them overcoming their self-sabotage with food and their bodies. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like everything that's going on in the past couple years has really made people shift their eating habits, some for the better, some for the worse. So she is not only helping with the actual eating side, but also things like hormones, gut health, the soul, and how our our, uh, our body connects us to our higher consciousness. So she is all about creating that total body freedom and confidence and health and activating that ascension. So welcome to the show, Amber. Well, thank you for having me, Amber. I'm so excited to be here with you. Me too. And so I was just on Amber's podcast and we didn't even talk about our both names are Amber (laughs) and we're both Canadian and we're both all about the 5D. So, I mean, if you like me, you're going to like her. (laughs) Um, So let's get into our slumber party questions. What is your morning ritual? Wake up, gratitude, EFT tapping, sauna breakfast. Oh, you have a sauna? Yes. Infrared sauna. And we, I just got this new little thing that is similar, but it's got different infrareds and different lights for different healings. So like you can focus just on lymph or just on like gut health or inflammation. It's amazing. Oh, and you just have it like in your house. Yep. Oh my gosh. Okay. I need that. I have a sauna. Like I'm, I live in a condo, but we have a sauna in our building, but it's not infrared. And I was trying to like figure out why they say infrared is better but I think it's just because you can stay in the infrared longer and it makes you hotter. Am I right on that? That in the infrared, it gets into the tissue. So it really right. helps with detoxification on a deeper level yeah, than just like a dry sauna. From, it warms you from the inside, right? Yeah. It's like a, mine is like a convection. <laughs> like, I don't know what the other one is, but yes. Okay. Got it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, what is your favorite crystal of the moment? Uh, rose quartz. I just, self-love, love, love. I feel like everyone could use more love right now. So I always have lots of rose quartz around. Yeah. I used to call it the basic bitch of crystals, but I think uh-huh. that was just me trying to avoid my feminine side. Oh, fair <laughs> now enough. it's my favorite. Too. <laughs> what is a book that you've read that has changed your life? You can heal your life by Louise L. Hay. That was like the first book I read that helped me connect that our cells listen to our thoughts and that we are such powerful beings and that, you know, the more power we have in our thoughts, the more we're manifesting what we want in our health and and in our environment. Yes. I I often Google her, like whenever something's wrong, I'm like left toe, Louise Hayes. Uh (laughs) Totally. I love it. What is your sun, moon and rising? Honestly, you know what? I'm not sure. I'm a cancer. I was born July 10th. Okay. 1987. I don't know if that gives you enough information. I keep asking my astrologer this and I keep forgetting to follow up on what they are. You need your birth time and I'll sort it out for you. Okay. (laughs) 9, 9 45 AM. 
Oh, you know it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can't do it on the spot, but we can do Fair it enough. after we're recording. Thank you. <laughs> but I'm so curious what yours <laughs> <Me> is. too. <laughs> okay. So I want to know about your story with your, you know, eating food health journey that led you to, you know, a spiritual awakening and led you into making this your life's work that you share with the world. Yeah. And has it ever been quite the journey? Like growing up when I was a child into my teens, I was not attuned or aware to anything. I didn't understand anything to do with health and the food that you put in your body and how it impacted your mood, your physical health, your vibration. Like I had no idea about any of it and really, you know, was very secure from a young age, felt very like sensitive always, but couldn't pinpoint why. And I think there's a couple like key life-changing experiences that really fueled food addiction into my early twenties. And the first one was being five on the bus and for the first time going on the school bus and the older boys calling me fat and ugly. And then the whole bus just like making fun of me and laughing. And it just, I shrunk and I took on that identity because I feel like a lot of us, when we're that young, we don't know how to be confident and just brush that off. And I really believed it. And then from there, really created a very emotional relationship with food. My mom was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis before I was born. And I think a way for her to compensate in some of the activities we couldn't do together was food, right? We, everywhere we'd go, there would be food. And then later finding out she had a food addiction, you know, all through me growing up. And I just didn't know what that behavior looked like. Um, And then starting to diet, you know, at 10 years old, 11 years old, starting to read magazines and, you know, watching TV and movies and Hollywood and celebrities and just essentially being conditioned that like, in order to be happy and have love and attention and everything you want, you have to fit into this box. And so I really believed that like, if I did this diet and ate a thousand calories that I would have Britney Spears body or whatever it was. And it just became this obsession for me because of the conditioning I was taking on by everything I was consuming for content and then observing other girls around me who were like smaller than me getting all the attention. And then it was really like after my first serious breakup that I thought, Ooh, I'm going to like lose the weight and have the perfect body. And it's just going to fix everything. And like, I'll be happy. And I, couldn't eat because I was really upset. And then I started to lose weight really fast, reach that goal weight really fast through restriction and exercise, but nothing changed. I was now more arrogant. I was like standing in front of my mirror for hours, picking myself apart, you know, had an unhealthy relationship with food and exercise. And then my cycle disappeared. So it was just like things started to decline in a way that I didn't think they would by doing that. And then it's like one day a switch just flipped and I was like, fuck it. Like I, I can't keep this up. I'm starving. I'm hungry. And I binged for the first time, like memorably. And it wasn't just like one piece of chocolate. Like I was at a barbecue. I stole the chocolate bar, went into the bathroom, ate the whole thing, had like the ice cream cake, had a burger, drove on the way home to Dairy Queen and bought an ice cream cake and ate half of it when I got home. And then was so full. I felt sick. And then the next day I was at the gym trying to like make up for it. So it started to fuel that all or nothing mentality within me. And essentially I went from like my, what was too skinny to then gaining like 60 pounds in four months and now being the heaviest that I ever was in this full blown food addiction, where I was literally losing control of food multiple days a week. Like I'm not joking when I say I spent $50,000 on binge food and quick fixes because I was going to the organic store to try and justify that it was a better choice and spending like 75 to hundred dollars multiple days a week, right. Buying my basket full of food to go home and watch, watch a movie and numb out and check out for my reality. And 
it really obviously had a significant impact on my life. I was alone. I was isolating. I didn't want anyone to see me because I didn't want them to see that I had gained weight. I wasn't dating. I had a crappy retail job. I was broke Mm -hmm. and I was very physically unwell. Like I started to get horrible digestive issues, exhaustion, brain fog. Like my memory didn't exist. And at 21 years old, you think you'd be in pretty good health. And so that struggle really lasted for like a year, year and a half. And then I had the low point happen, which really was what I needed to kind of light the fire under my butt. And it was after a binge and I had, you know, been binging and purging for about six months and was really worried about my cardiac health and like what I was going to do to my body if I kept in this cycle. And I thought, you know, I, I want to make, I want to make it to 30. I want to have a life that I love. I don't understand why this is happening, but here I am. And I thought, okay, this is the last time I'm going to binge. I'm just going to throw everything in the garbage. That'll be it. And then I'm going to figure this out tomorrow. And then about an hour after, you know, finishing and the food settling, I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to have one more cookie. Cause if this is the last time I better do it. And so I dug through the garbage can that night and ate the cookies and it was just like such a debilitating moment. Cause I'm like, who eats out of the garbage? Yeah. Like, what did I just do? I, I can't believe that this is my life right now. But at the same time, I needed that to happen because what was happening is I was tolerating the suffering and I was letting the fear of the unknown be in the way of like, who would I be if I dealt with this? Who would I be if I healed this? There was such a fear and uncertainty around that path that I was just like tolerating the high level of suffering that I was creating for myself. But the garbage can moment broke through the fear. And I was like, I don't care how much fear I have. I have to figure this out. Like I'm not willing to compromise my life for what's going on. And that's really what fueled me to start to learn about food and like the addictive qualities of certain ingredients. And I woke up to the food industry and the corruption and and pharma and like kind of the connection there and how they're, they want you to eat crappy food and get sick and then be on medication and how no one really was able to help me with what I was going through in a Western sense. And I started to go more holistic and, you know, change the way that I ate. And then I started realizing I had a lot of emotional you know, struggles and avoid, and I didn't love myself. And, you know, I was a people pleaser and I was trying to get my validation from others and learning all of this helped me build a self-care routine. I started meditating. I started learning about my chakras. I started journaling, tapping, you know, starting to really access tools that were helping me to get grounded and work through my triggers. And, you know, then I stopped emotionally eating and then I started tapping into my intuition. That was freaking scary because I realized that how much I was feeling is such an empath, but that I could also see things that were coming and just like, it just felt so scary. So there's this part of me that wanted to numb that out with food. Yeah. And I think I I find that so many of like the spiritual, I mean, everyone that I have on the podcast has had some kind of low point, whether it was addiction, you know, eating disorder, uh, you know, and like, you know, a a severe depression, anything where they are checking out Mm -hmm. and leaving their body. And even though maybe something really traumatic didn't happen to them, but there's usually something that kind of like triggered that, that is kind of allowed them to go into this pattern of escapism. So it's really interesting. I'd love to know, like, so you kind of had an, like, this was kind of like your awakening, like you, 
like, like, do you feel like when you kind of witnessed what was going on in like the food industry and in the media and with big pharma, was that kind of when you feel your, you know, your mass awakening started to happen? Like when you were waking up being like, Hey, what else can't I trust? Like, you know, kind of second guessing everything was that kind of part of it. Big time. It wasn't, I was so angry because I couldn't for the life of me figure out why aspartame, why fake dyes, why, why these ingredients were getting approved by these agencies that we're supposed to trust when they're making us sick, they're giving us mental health issues, they're impacting our physical health, it's lowering our frequency, we're getting addicted. And I did go through quite a period of anger and shock because just the level of deception, you know, you, you think, oh yeah, like this is just this company and their shiny marketing and they, they look at their charities and look at all the great work they do for humanity. They must care. And then, yeah, seeing that, then that connection that when we eat more inflammatory foods, it suppresses our immune system and we have a higher chance of, you know, manifesting autoimmune stuff. And the more poor our gut health, you know, the more compromised our skin and our hormones. And, and when you go and you say to a, you know, someone in the Western system, like there's good people in Western medicine, but when you go and see, I think I have candida, like, can you help me address this? And they go, that doesn't exist. That's ridiculous. And they like start putting you down and like belittling you because you want to take a different approach. Yeah. There was another level of frustration. That is what I don't understand. It's like, I get it. You paid a lot of money to go to these, this school and buy these textbooks. And it told you that this is the only way, but where does the anger come from? It's like the ego like flares up. It's like, no, I know you don't know. And it's like, it's like, they've been literally indoctrinated in these schools. Like, I know I was thinking, I was like, hmm, indoctrination and doctor. Why is there the same? Why is there the same root word there? Right? Just like there's a reason it's called a library. Oh, right. I never thought about that. That one hit me like last year this time. I'm like, that is sneaky. That is sneaky. Oh my gosh. So sneaky. I have so so many. I was just going to say, I have so many clients who try to get blood work done and the doctor gets so triggered and is like, why do you need that? You don't need that. Who's asking for that? Like they're not even open to, no. to giving you the tools so you can see what's going on in your yeah. own body. And I'm like, I'll pay for it though. Yeah. I understand you don't want to give it to me for free or through, if you're in the States, like through your insurance. Sure. I will pay out of my pocket. You're not going to let me like that it's crazy so okay so you had this like wake up moment at what point were you like what was that kind of transition where you got so strong that you're like now I can teach other people this stuff I'd say probably about a year and a half into overcoming the binge eating and really learning self-love that I had a lot of people just around me asking questions like what are you doing like how are you helping your digestion your energy is different and I just thought like if other women are, if I struggled like the way I did, how many other women are struggling? Maybe it's less than me, the same, or even more, you know, extreme than I am. And, and what's the support available? Like I saw a psychologist once and I'm sure there's good ones, but literally after the hour, all she had to say to me was just love yourself and don't go to the store and buy the food. And I'm just thinking that lack of compassion and empathy does not work when someone's struggling with, you know, whatever it is they're struggling with. And that really inspired me to go like, I can do this. I have the brain of the addict. I've been through it. I get it. And that's really what inspired me to want to specialize in those things and and start my business and start helping women because so many are just 
it's like, oh, emotional eating is normal. Digestive issues are normal. PMS is normal. And it's like, no, none of it is normal. We should not be suffering every day. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5d consciousness collection. If you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes. One of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV, but I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. I'm curious because there's in like the mainstream world of addiction um, with 12 steps and all that stuff there, they, you're always an addict and there's always a risk that you'll go back. Um, do you feel that way? Or do you feel like you've hit a pivotal point where you're like, there's no fucking way I would go back? Yeah, no, there's no fucking way I'm going back. And I knew that it's like one day I, you, you build this deep trust in yourself. If you really address your addiction from the roots, especially with food, you know, food addiction or emotional eating, you really address it from the roots and you learn about your ego and you learn how to take your power back and you really identify the unworthiness stuff and the people pleasing, the perfectionism, whatever it is, you're not going to go back because you're addressing the roots. I find people who keep having it flare back up they haven't probably fully addressed the roots, whether it's like this, maybe they're lacking the energetic spiritual part. And now that's why it's come back. So they can learn that, or maybe there is something mental, emotional for them to look further at. I like that. So what are some symptoms of addiction where we could be like, Oh, you know, I don't know if I, I don't know if I have a food addiction. I know sometimes I do this. Sometimes I do that. Like, what would you say are some of the symptoms or actions that so we can kind of self-diagnose ourselves? In that way? Yeah. So I always like to say there, there's a couple different levels of like emotional eating or food addiction. And so emotional eating is any reason for eating other than physical nourishment. So if you're eating because you're bored, you just finished dinner and now you're in the cupboard because there's all these snacks you're eating to numb out. You're eating because you're sad. You're eating because you're tired. You multitask and eat to me. All of that is a, is a level of emotional eating. And then when we start to get into say you eat a bite of a chocolate bar, you have a couple of chips and then you have this loss of control and you're like, I've messed up the day, screw it. And I'm going to eat whatever I want. When you have that loss of control and eat uncontrollably to the point of being so full, you're sick. That to me is then going into full blown binge eating. And then food addiction is there is that aspect of binge eating where you lose control with food, but it's also like this constant, like 
love hate relationship with it. Like you're always thinking about food. You're thinking about your next binge, your next, you know, emotional eating session, your, or the other is the opposite spectrum where you're restricting your on diets. You're trying to do quick fixes to fix it. And there's this deep desire to have control, but you're completely out of control. And that stem again comes from that unworthiness comes from, you know, tying your, your worth to the scale, to how much you're doing for others, for the way you look, rather than building that within and then having, you know, your external shift because you're, you're taking care of yourself on a level that is of love and and safety. So that to me is like kind of the different spectrums of, you know, it could be just minimal emotional eating where you eat half a chocolate bar because you're upset about something to full blown loss of control that could happen daily or multiple times a week. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension, 5d consciousness collection. If you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes. One of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives and I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. So what are some, if we kind of like, okay, I think I might have a problem here. What are some questions we could ask ourselves to get to the root of it? Yeah. So one of the first ways to start building awareness is to ask yourself before you go and eat that food is this physical hunger or is this emotional and physical hunger cues are things like getting an appetite hunger signal. If you don't get that, then it's good to check your thyroid, a stomach growling, your blood sugars dropped, right? You're hangry or dizzy, lightheaded, or you look at the clock and realize you haven't eaten in a few hours. Those are all physical hunger cues. Um, and then emotional would be anything else. So ask yourself that question, because if you're going, I just ate, why am I now digging? It's right. Okay. Well, what's what's been going on today? Where's my stress levels? Am I tired? You know, did I, did I just watch something on social media and it's now triggered me and I want to suppress. Um, so I think that's a really great first thing. The next thing is to look at your schedule and see how, how booked up are you? Because a huge emotional eating trigger is overwhelmed from being overbooked. So are you a people pleaser? Do you find you're saying yes to everyone else and then no to yourself? And because of that and the lack of balance, 
you are overgiving and then you're throwing yourself under the bus by accident, right? And then you're depleted, you're tired, you physically and emotionally don't feel well. And the only thing you have time for is a quick fix like food where you can just sit down, turn on the TV and numb out. So that's another thing to look at is your schedule and then to look at your relationship with your body and food in the context of, are you doing a lot of diets? Because diets teach rules diets teach perfection and diets fuel that all or nothing mentality. So if you're constantly on diets and you're being told you have to follow things a certain way, we inherit all these food rules and food fears, the more restrictive the diet, the more we fear, well, if I eat that food, even if it's a piece of fruit, I might gain 20 pounds. And so it's so important to understand like all the diet chatter that could be going on in the mind. That's actually then can fuel the emotional eating as well. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5d consciousness collection. If you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes. One of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives and I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV, but I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. So once we kind of wrap our, our mind around the mindset piece, we can start doing like the shadow work and working on that trauma. What are some yeah. of the energy things that we can do? Cause I know you talked about, <sighs> talk about tapping, you talk about crystals, yeah. energy healing. Like what are some things we can do on ourselves when we definitely have that trigger flare up? Yeah, I definitely like, I love using a pendulum because I love clearing energy. And I find for people who are sensitive, I mean, you don't have to use the pendulum, but you know, calling on your, your team, your angels and guides and, you know, asking is what I'm feeling right now, this overwhelm or this anger, is this mine or is this collective? Because I find we will innocently take on a lot from the collective. The collective is really intense right now. And that feeling of overwhelm or anger can trigger emotional eating. So if we can clear anything that isn't ours and, and send it off into the universe, that's a great tool. I love EFT tapping for grounding. I find one of the reasons we emotionally eat is because our energy goes so outside of our bodies like yes. out of our head, out of our bodies. And so we think the way that we're going to ground is by eating, but yeah, that, that it, resonates with me so yeah. much. Like, and I can like the days that I'm super distracted and like my, all the energies up in my head, I'm, I feel hungry, even though I know I'm not. And I'm like, I need carbs. I need something <laughs> heavy. And at that, that, when I had that little realization, 
that was a huge game changer for me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another really big one. And then something else is, and this comes back to the energy cling, but if you find you're constantly repeating the same behavior over and over and over again, we can have something called a looping device inserted into our energy field. And so I always encourage to clear looping devices because you may be doing all the amazing things. And then one day, if you're just like, I just want to eat all the food, you could ask your pendulum, is there a looping device? And if you get a yes, you can clear it out because a lot of this is invisible that we can't see, but we're feeling it. So the clearing is something I love. And then the tapping as well, try to get out into nature. I know when I was in my last like leg of my food addiction, the more I got out into nature to have it help to ground me getting my feet in the water, feet in the grass. I know it's getting colder here now, but just nature has that perfect vibration and it it can really help to realign us if we're still trying to figure out our intuition and our energy and our mindset and everything in between. So I really like to use that as well. I feel like there's so many things you can do but it's kind of a matter of playing around with different energy healing techniques and self-care techniques and seeing which ones hit home for you. Are there any like key crystals? Maybe there's like two or three that are, that maybe target some of those specific triggers or, or underlying loops or energy fears. Yeah. Which, which are your favorite? Tourmaline, black tourmaline for sure, because it's just such a protecting crystal. Like I still, to this day, wear mine every day, not for, cause I'm worried about emotional eating, but just for energy protection. But I found like I'd go out in public and I'd get so overwhelmed by the energy and then I'd want to binge. And so that just really helped to keep me to keep protected and feel safe and no one could take my energy rose quartz because of the self-love aspect. Like, I just think that's such an important piece when we're, you know, healing this for like the people pleasers because that's yes. like all heart chakra <laughs> yeah and then I think um a third one would be selenite because it's such a it's such a grounder and especially if you're having a lot of people in and out of your house it just I love the aspect of how it clears the energy and holds like a good vibration which is important for overcoming this kind of stuff I feel like a selenite wand would like cut right through that energy loop <laughs> I oh would literally just like use it like a sword like visualize the loop and be like you're done out (laughs) I love that yes seriously they're such powerful tools okay so I mean we're kind of close-ish to holidays I feel like that's a trigger for a lot of people so what is the the line between I'm overeating and binging versus I know I don't need this dessert but it's fucking Christmas and I love it and I have it like how do we like how do we it's like how do we allow space for no, I'm not going to be intuitively eating every second of the day. There's going to be times that I do overeat just because I've made a conscious decision to do so. Like what's, where's the kind of balance between that? And what are some kind of maybe questions we could ask in the moment? Totally. Cause there is a balance. And so part of it is you're human, allow yourself to have that extra dessert. If you want eat it slowly. Like to me, this is the thing with any indulgence is like, make it a ritual, slow down, eat it slowly, take it bite by bite, chew it thoroughly. Cause you're going to aid in better digestion and enjoy being present with it. If you're like, I know eating, this is going to make me bloated. We'll take a digestive enzyme with you have a sip on a peppermint or a ginger tea. There's there's acts of love we can integrate whilst we're enjoying an indulgence. And I think, you know, it's always great to bring in the question of if I have more right now, am I going to like inflict 
a deep level of guilt on myself. And then am I going to be beating myself up for the rest of the night? And how can I just have compassion and let go of the guilt? Because for some people, it's the guilt that will just keep triggering a snowball. Totally. And then in those moments, sometimes I'm like, no, I'm going to eat, like, I need to choose to eat it and not feel guilty versus not eat it. So I don't feel guilty. Exactly. It's the problem. The cookie is not the problem, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because it's, it's all about the ego and the mindset. So try to just enjoy the present moment, enjoy the experience and the memories you're creating, be present with the interactions and go, you know what? I, I, I can do this and not feel guilt. This is, this is one evening. It's, it's one indulgence. I can do a beautiful self-care tomorrow and hydration and lots of nice things. Like it's not like that's the be all end all, but we have to get into this practice of realizing that one indulgence is not going to make us gain 50 pounds and throw us off the wagon. It is the guilt that will perpetuate the cycle. So maybe you could tap on, like I'm releasing the guilt and go through all the tapping points if you wanted to as well, if you felt like it just kept hanging on. Yes. Okay. So I want to talk about the body and its, its role in ascension and, and 5d activation <laughs> I know for myself, when I was going through probably, you know, like, a, you know, I, I was already awake. I'd already known this stuff for a long time, but when everything was coming out globally, you know, in 2020 and, you know, I, we were all, go, all kind of going through it. Right. I, uh, actually ended up losing a lot of weight and from like a healthy place, I started taking better care of my body, having a deeper connection to my body and like opening up this bigger, like 5d portal. And it was like releasing, I was releasing energetic weight. And then it was like falling off of my body and I had more energy to work out and I had more energy to make better food choices. Like what, like, how would you describe that kind of connection? Like, why is the body so important in Ascension? Oh yeah, because it is literally the first time in the history of humanity that we are going to a more crystalline-like structure. Our DNA is upgrading from a two-strand to a 12-strand. Like This has never been attempted. So there's so much change going on inwardly that the easier we make it for the body, right? Because if we have all these symptoms going on and we have all these self-sabotaging behaviors... It, it, it's not even that it physically weighs us down. It energetically weighs us down. And so maybe, you know, say when the Schumann resonance spikes and you have an Ascension symptom, maybe you get a headache or a lower backache. Well, that symptom is going to be amplified tenfold. If we already have a lot of inflammation in the body because there's imbalances going on. And so that's why it's such a beautiful time to be healing our relationships with foods in our body, balancing our hormones and strengthening our gut health, because it actually minimizes the strength of the ascension symptoms that are going on. Um, and it makes it easier for us to navigate changes in the Schumann resonance, keep more, our cords cut from the collective energy, help the DNA and the crystalline structure upgrade. So yeah, like when you're in alignment, that protection that you're hanging on to will, will just fall off because you don't need it anymore. Right. Can you, can you explain a little bit about the Schumann resonance and then also a little bit more on the DNA shift that we're experiencing? Yeah. So the Schumann resonance is essentially like the measurement of the heartbeat of the earth and measuring the earth's frequency. And it's never been measured to be increasing the way that it has. And you can go on like YouTube or online and it'll give an update about every 15 minutes. Um, So essentially what's happening is 
the earth is bringing a ton of 5d light coding and higher frequency light onto the earth and has been for a while. So when you look at the graph and the resonance, when you see a really big white spike or a white chunk, that's the 5d light coding coming onto the earth. And those are days where the day before the day of, you may feel so energized, you can't sleep, but you may have ascension symptoms like lower back aches and diarrhea or constipation, headaches, slight lightheadedness, the blue, if you see it more mostly blue, that means it's more in homostasis. And then it's not really, it's just like staying at a, in a grounded state, the red and the green and the Schumann resonance are showing more 3d purging energy. So I find these can be days where energy is lower, may feel more moody. And it's literally because Gaia herself is like purging all of the yuck stuff. And so essentially when the body goes through this ascension, we're, are, we're shifting to a more plasma, like blood. And so some people may find their bodies could actually be hanging on to a little bit more protection right now because it actually is helpful in that shift. And so we, as a species naturally should be like 64 DNA. And here we are at two strand. And what's happened is from all the crappy food and toxins and environment and chemtrails and like negative frequencies emitted by things like it's literally over a very long period of time reduced us. And now that the light coating is coming onto the earth and all this is shifting, it's giving our bodies a chance to have that upgrade. So the better we can nourish, but it's all about balance, right? Better we can nourish, take your vitamins like magnesium and electrolytes and minerals are so important to assist in that ascension and the DNA, sleep, hydration, nature, self-care, like crystals. I swear to you, I craved crystals like I used to crave sugar last year when all this started shifting. So listen to those intuitive nudges because these things are literally going to assist and make it a little bit easier for your body to to adjust and and the, the DNA structure to shift. Okay, without getting too much into it, are using specific words. Do we feel that this DNA shift is part of the reason that there's coercion to take certain things yes. that will change our DNA? Okay, yeah, totally. Yeah, that was what I thought too. <laughs> so, <laughs> another quick question on the light codes coming to Earth, where is that coming from? Oh man, we're in a photon belt. And there's a lot of light coding coming from that. I also believe there is a lot of very high vibrational beings that are here yeah. assisting us and they are bringing it. Like I see ships all the time out to the West. There's a portal and there was this rainbow out there last week and you can feel the frequency. Like I'm sitting there just going through my everyday. And then I'm like, wow, the frequency is so high. And then I look outside, boom. Yep. There it is. Right. And the higher our frequency vibes, the more we can see things. So I think there's that assistance as well. And I think a lot of us are very old souls that volunteered to be here right now. And we brought it with us too. Yeah. That's what I was. I was listening to, um, do you follow Sonia Godfrey moon babes? And the yes. Ones? Yeah. So I, I have some of her courses and she, I was listening to one of the audios today and she was like, we are, those star seeds that came here like at this time to bring the light like we are bringing the light we are activating the 5d codes like it's Mm -hmm. within us so the more we activate it within us and if you're listening to this podcast you're probably one of them too you know the more you activate it within you the more it actually it makes the 5d grid on the earth stronger and more powerful and then more people start to wake up to it so 
And that's why they say like, do when we do the inner work for ourselves, we're awakening others. And that's not because they're watching us do it, do it and being like, well, that looks fun. It's because <laughs> it's like through energetic osmosis, like we're literally like turning on light switches for everyone else. So not only is it good for us, like it's, it's our responsibility. This is what we yes. came here for. <laughs> it is, it is. We have a big responsibility. Yes. Okay. Amazing. So you have a quiz. Tell us about your quiz. Yeah. So I have a, an emotional eating quiz and I find it just helps people go through a series of questions and it just gives you a better indication of if you are struggling, maybe to what level. Um, and then you do get some, you know, information about emotional eating and some different things that you can start to explore and incorporate to help you build awareness around it. Mm, okay. Love that. We love a quiz. So we will link you guys to that in the show notes. Uh, we are going to move on to manic moments manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing we manifested. And I can go first. So it's very aligned with everything we're talking about. So I'm going to Mexico on Sunday and I had this like workout plan for the week. I'm going like, to do a, a Peloton every day. And I'm going to do this and this and this. And I, I'm not like, I'm usually very intuitive with my exercise, wake up, see how I feel. But yesterday I was like, nope, like you gotta get it in. Like you need to do it. And I had had the worst fucking sleep. So I was like, so I, I sat there with myself and I watched my ego convince my higher self, well, just do a 15 minute low impact Peloton. Cause then at least you did it and you can check it off your list. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. So five minutes in, <laughs> I feel, I feel like it was, I, I mean, it almost felt like a Kundalini awakening. Cause I, I was like, okay, I need to close my eyes and meditate this whole ride. And I was like closing my eyes and just kind of pedaling along. And I, she kind of said something about like, oh, feel the energy come up your tailbone. And I was like, oh, I'm going to like really like push the energy. I've gotten used to like being able to push my energy at my spine. So I like did the little thing and then I went like gagging and I was like shit shit shit. I had to like unclip my shoes run to the bathroom projectile vomiting (laughs) I was like okay so this is one of two things or both a I just woke something up b I need to calm the fuck down and get the fuck off this bike and chill and stop being so hard on myself and I could like hear my guides laughing at me (laughs) and I was like they were like you did it you you got the message um so and then it was like no that do the energy work like if you're too tired to do the physical work do the energy work because that the ability to turn off that pressure is Mm -hmm. a, a lot more powerful than that 15 minute bike ride that you forced yourself to do like yeah calming down that that overwhelm that you put on yourself is that's what's going to you know that's the answer that's always the fucking answer so that was my day yesterday that was my little like lesson that I've learned a million times and had to learn it again by vomiting (laughs) luckily made it to the bathroom that's good about your meltdown oh my goodness I'm gonna have to say to actually this was like a put ignoring when my body says I'm done in the sauna and I stay in it Mm -hmm. so I decided a couple days ago and I'm like I can push through like there's I'm going in for 10 extra minutes like I can sweat it out it'll feel really good and I'm in there and I'm getting lightheaded and I'm like no like I've got this like I'm just cellularly my whole body is just really good and then I could like start to feel myself kind of like 
almost like I was going to pass out. And I'm like, okay, no, I need to get out of here. I swear to you, I had the worst detox that I've like ever had. My throat was like heartburny. I felt like I was going to get sick. I had pain in my gallbladder. Oh, no. I'm like, what did I do? Why didn't I listen to the part of me? That's like, we're good. Get out. Right. Yes. And so I've got my like ox bile enzymes and I'm like being super gentle with my body, but like, she's pissed off at me. Yes. And yeah, we, we, it's true on the, like, I would have been better off to get out and like sit for a few minutes and just meditate or let my body cool off than than push. And so I think the message is similar to yours and like, listen and don't push because she will yell at you exactly and here's (laughs) the thing too it's like if anyone is like has that kind of body image thing which I mean as women I like I still get it sometimes where I'll be like oh oh like even now I'm like oh I really want to like go on my trip and then I like freak (laughs) myself out about it whereas like I it's not usually that big of a thing but like I just feel like we need to like when that comes up, it's like, we need to really focus on like, where is that fucking coming from? And it's like, maybe you're not someone who identifies as someone with food addiction, but every little like nagging thought you have towards your body or towards food or towards, you know, restricting or like whatever, like that needs to be addressed because it'll keep popping up for you if you don't. Yep. Definitely. Yes. All right. Well, this has been so fun. I just love you. Where can everyone find you? Yeah. So you can find me. Everything is on amberapproved.ca, which is my website. You can take the quiz. If you're wanting to learn more about body freedom, there's information about that. Um, If you're wanting to connect to talk about your food addiction or your hormone health or gut health, you can schedule a consultation. Um, And then I'm on Instagram. It's my name, Amber Romaniuk, R-O-M-A-N-I-U-K. And I have a podcast as well, which you've come on, which is the No Sugar Coding podcast. And it's available everywhere. I love the name, No Sugar Coding. Okay. Well, thank thank you. you so much. And thank everyone for listening. I hope you learned a lot. I hope that you are ready to just make that deeper connection with yourself, release any guilt or shame you have about any of, you know, these little habits or energy loops that you have. There's so many tools available. Reach out to Amber. She's here to help you. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please let us know, post a screenshot, send us a comment, do what you want to do. We are here to just spread the love with you. So sending you guys best wishes for your day and we will catch you next week. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Shocker Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you.